0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sean Humphrey. Is going to produce our show. One of our graduating seniors. Got a lot of seniors who are leaving us. A lot of people that have been very helpful and instrumental uh, to us here will be leaving. Uh, always hate to see them go, like my kids. Um, but they got to come out and do their thing. Speaking of doing their thing, NFL draft, now just a couple of days away, thankfully. It's just about time this thing happens. Always a pleasure to have Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus to join us here to give us last minute tidbits and such. But the first thing, Brad, I'm a Jets guy. I was a little bit surprised when that trade was announced, not because it was done, but because it actually happened before the draft. Did the timing of that surprise you at all?
2: No, I'm not, I'm not too shocked by it. You know, I may have mentioned on the show last time that I, that I heard maybe they were going to to swap the 13th and 15th pick based on how the board fell. Maybe they feel now they have a better understanding of how that board is going to fall, um, you know, a couple days away as opposed to a month away or a couple weeks away. So I think they did want to get this done before the draft. They can now solely focus on just one thing and not have to balance working out the trade, working out Aaron Rodgers' contract, which apparently is getting reworked. And also, you know, trying trying to focus on on the draft. So I think I think it was smart to get it done before.
1: Yeah, I do too. Uh, look, this this makes the Jets relevant, which they have not been in a very long time. But I guess the question, longer term for me, Brad, is the Jets overpay for him in terms of what the trade was? Your thoughts on it?
2: Yeah. So. I did mention I've heard, there have been reports that maybe he's going to rework his contract. I need to see that because it's a huge variable in this conversation. Did Rodgers you know, move some money backward? Did he take less money overall? Did he change the guarantee structure in 2024? So maybe the Jets can get out more cleanly if he does choose to retire. Like all those variables, you know, are interesting. But I'll say just on the trade itself, I do think compared to reports we were hearing and where we ended up, that it did you a little bit towards green bay so they still get the second round pick at 42 which is a great draft pick they get the conditional first and the big thing for me was there were rumors the conditions could maybe be tied to you know the jets making the playoffs the jets winning a playoff game and instead it's just aaron Rodgers playing 65 percent of snaps which is basically just injury protection there is no other reason he won't do that so i think a that was a big win for green bay and then b you know, yes, it's a short jump from 15 to 13, but it's not insignificant. I mean, if you look at last year, the Philadelphia Eagles made a trade from, I want to say, 16 to 13, or right in the same range for Jordan Davis, they sent a fourth-round pick and two fifth-round picks to do that. Like, it's 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 not a nothing trade. So, the Jets didn't get killed. They didn't get fleeced. None of those, you know, dramatic, hyperbolic words. Um, but, but I do think it was a win for Green Bay, you know, with what we know right now about the contract
1: Last thing on this, and I want to <clears throat> move to the actual draft, Brad. Um, if you, I'm a big history guy. If you take a look at quarterbacks uh, who are great, who reach this age, you know, a Brett Favre, uh, the Mannings, Drew Brees, people like that, you start hitting forty, and there's a decline. Are the Jets taking how big a ja- chance are the Jets taking her with taking with him?
2: It's a huge risk, no question about it. I think we've all kind of been jaded by Tom Brady playing at an elite level well into his 40s, but that is certainly not the norm. Um, so there is definitely risk involved. I will say, though, at the same time, I think people are overstating, you know, Rodgers not looking great last year. He had a thumb injury on a throwing hand. He had other things he was dealing with. And injuries are a part of football. I'm not saying that cannot happen again. But the last time we've seen a healthy Aaron Rodgers, he won back-to-back MVP awards um still very old in his late thirties. So it is certainly a risk. I think the bigger risk though, more so than the age, is just simply let's say things don't go great in twenty twenty three, both on the field and be off the field, and he does ultimately play one season for all that trade capital and for sixty million dollars in cash, again, as far as we know right now, that, that is, you know, potentially a massive risk. But I think he'll be a good football player for two more years.
1: All right. Panthers go one. In Brad Spielberger's draft, who do they take?
2: I think it's Bryce Young. I would be shocked if it's anybody else at this point. I, I think that pick is fairly set in stone. All
1: right. The two quarterbacks who maybe have the biggest spotlight on them are Florida's Anthony Richardson and Kentucky's Will Levis for you know some similar reasons. Richardson go higher than Levis here? I
2: think he will. I know there's been a lot of steam lately, a lot of conversations about Levis going maybe two to Houston, maybe going four to Indianapolis. I think Richardson is very much so in the conversation for Indianapolis at fourth overall. And, look, I might be wrong. I'm kind of sticking my neck out here. I'm not buying the Will Levis hype. I think he's not going to be a top-five pick. I think he may not even be a top-ten pick. Um, He could be, certainly. But I think he will go after uh, Florida's Anthony Richardson.
1: All right, Brad Spielberger, our guest here on Sports Scene, Pro Football Focus. We get ready for the NFL draft, which takes place in just a couple of days. Brad, are there teams historically that seem to be good drafters and teams that don't do so well at this?
2: Oh, no doubt about it. So it is, you know, to a degree there's a lot of randomness. You do want to kind of play into that. So it might not even be that we're saying the teams are so much better at identifying talent it's probably the teams that understand that it is a random game. And so you should try to have as many draft uh, as many dart throws as possible and make as many picks as you can. Um, but also there are some teams like the New Orleans Saints that really just go ahead and get their guys. They'll make four or five picks in a class, but their hit rate, you know, at least recently, the last decade or so has been higher. Uh, but yeah, you also have the Raiders, you know, who, who just simply cannot do it <laughs> and if, I mean, you know, with all due respect, they had five first round picks from 2019 to 2020, or 2018 to 2020, and zero of them are on the roster. Or maybe Josh Jacobs is the only one still on the roster, um, you know, and these are all like early picks. So, yeah, it certainly does vary, but I would say that over the course of time, things do tend to level out.
1: Last question for you. In what you look at in this draft, and I mean, we can even use a first rounder here, is there a guy that you think should go that will be drafted lower but should be drafted higher. Does that make sense?
2: No, totally. And it's maybe a bit of a deep cut. I think he's going to be a fringe second-round, first-round pick. Maybe he does go late first. But I genuinely do not understand the lack of conversation around Kansas State edge rusher Felix Anujike Uzoma. So uh, a young player, going to be 22 in his rookie season, Super productive. I think a really, you know, built physically guy has good speed to power. has some good counter moves. Probably needs to improve a little bit at more secondary pass rush moves. But but nevertheless, we hear all about these different players kind of at the bottom of the first round. And to me, I think he's the best of that lot. If he doesn't go in the first round, I think he's going to be a steal in the second for someone.
1: I did think of one more thing. Osiris Torrance is interesting to me because I've seen him in first in in mock drafts in the first <laughs> round, in mock drafts in the second round, and the dude's never given up a sack yet. I, there seems to be questions about him in terms of, you know, his, his mobility and those. How do you look at Osiris Torrance? Yeah,
2: so never given up a sack. Super strong anchor. He's also a super young player. I think he's gonna be 20 on draft night. Uh, so one of the youngest players in the class. The issue for him is that his testing was really, really poor. So you never want to let that kind of cloud over just good tape. Uh, and he had some great tape. I think he is the clear top guard in this class. Um, unfortunately, it's not saying a whole lot in this year's guard class. But, um, but yeah, I, I think he could sneak into the first round. But if he doesn't, it's really just because of athletic testing, not his football play. Um, and maybe some teams say, hey, look, he's 20 years old. He has some little baby weight on him. Get him into an NFL training room. Swim him down a little bit. And he'll be fine athletically, but but that did not happen for his pro dad, at least.
1: Okay, uh, with the draft a couple days away, Brad, tell us uh, what Pro Football Focus is doing and uh, where they can find things.
2: Yeah, we're covering every single aspect of the draft and every trade and, and every pick and everything going on around it. Uh, you can see it all at PFF.com. I'm not saying this because I'm biased, but the PFF draft show, I think, is one of the best things we do. I'm not even on it, so that's how you know I'm not biased. Uh, <laughs> but we put in a ton of time, a ton of effort, a ton of work. And, and you know, I, I'm a fan of the big, you know, major network shows, but I'll tell people, throw, that, throw us on as well on the side. Here's some of the coverage. Here's some of the data behind the picks and the players. And I promise you, you'll get some good insights and learn some different things.
1: Okay. Uh, maybe we can get you back Friday, Brad, to, to – uh... Look at the round one here, and uh, I'll contact you see if he can do. But I always appreciate you taking time. Thank you. Sounds great. Thank you. You got it, Brad. Does a good job. Pro Football Focus is Brad Spielberger. Twelve fourteen. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN. Ninety eight one FM. Eight fifty AM. WUW.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Hunter Murphy. The Gators baseball team is back in action tonight against UNF. The Gators are coming off a tough series loss this past weekend where they got swept by South Carolina. Catch coverage here at 5.55. The Miami Heat have the Milwaukee Bucks on the ropes after going up 3-1 to in the series last night. Jimmy Butler put on one of the most exciting playoff performances, scoring 56 points. The Heat will look to win the series upset on Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. The Tampa Bay Lightning are on the ropes in their playoff series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Lightning are down 3-1 in the series after a tough 5-4 overtime loss at home. The Lightning are back in action on Thursday at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Center. I'm Hunter Murphy.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: The good people at Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue invite you to come down And take a look at their vehicles. And what you're going to find, they don't have any new ones there. None. Never have. As the Cousins families own that business for the past 40-plus years, they have always specialized in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. You see a lot of car dealerships now talking about they'll come and buy a used vehicle from us. Well, Southeast Car Agency has been doing it for 40-plus years. They specialize in it. They know the business. They know what they're doing. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles that way, too. All the pertinent information is there. As I mentioned, go see them. You can test drive the vehicles. Their sales staff's always there to answer any questions you might have. When you do go see them in person, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand, there's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service. And that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the Industrial Complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive. They get the bugs out.
4: Dave Mays Automotive.
1: We get the
5: bugs. All of them out of your car. At QC Kinetics, we have story after story of patients freed from agonizing pain through amazing regenerative treatments. But this one, well, it's extra
6: special. My father, who is... 70 years old had both of his knees worn out he went to an orthopedic surgeon who said you need both of your knees operated on we can book you for next week but dr. Daniel Suckerman a QC Kinetics medical director knew he had other options I had him come to QC Kinetics we treated both of his knees using our protocols with regenerative medicine within a few months he was back to walking a few months later he was at the gym exercising three times a week he can keep up with our three and a half year old little girl no surgery no complicated rehab or downtime. It's completely life-changing for him.
5: You have options too. Before they whisk you away to surgery, slow down. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation.
7: Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you
2: big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation
7: and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000-square-foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net.
8: Hey, thanks for coming to my car warming party. I didn't know you were actually having it in the car. Well, with Radiant Credit Union's flash sale, I had to move fast to get this amazing low rate on my auto loan. It only lasts until May 1st, so I had to plan quickly. Chips are in the glove compartment, drinks in the cup holder.
9: Radiant Credit Union's flash sale is on now. Get a crazy low rate on an auto loan. But hurry, this promotion ends May 1st. Hi, Nancy. Hey, Tom. We brought you an air freshener. Visit RadiantCU.org slash flash sale. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, can I take your order? Uh, yeah. Can I get one order of the Florida sweet corn and ricotta fritters? Um, sorry, that's not on our menu. Okay. Well, just one Florida blueberry cobbler, then. <laughs> Where are you seeing these? Um, followfreshfromflorida.com. Followfreshfromflorida.com has easy recipes for in-season local produce.
10: That's amazing.
9: Right? On second thought, no fast food for me today. Find seasonal recipes made with Florida ingredients at followfreshfromflorida.com.
0: We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
1: After Gator softball got beat last night, I cannot remember the last time where Florida baseball and Florida softball were swept on the same weekend. I I imagine it's happened, but I don't know the last time. Interesting. Uh, Okay. Since Sean is leaving our university, I'm going to ask him this because there are many people, and I think younger people, are more into this than perhaps I am, let me ask you, Sean, get your mic, okay? Florida is playing, I don't know, Alabama, and Florida upsets Alabama, and fans want to storm the field after the game. You okay with that?
4: Yeah, I think it's awesome.
6: I think the images are awesome. I get the safety concern, but overall, it's fun. Uh, We get to see that for years to come. And I I don't agree with the elitist attitude of,
1: oh, we're Florida. We don't
6: do that. I, I don't think that makes much sense to me.
1: Okay. Well, the SEC doesn't agree with you either. Okay. According to reporting by Sports Illustrated, The SEC is looking to severely toughen up rules regarding storming the field because I don't know if anybody noticed this, but Tennessee last year, they were actually smoking cigars on the field. Remember that? When (laughs) they were storming the field, right? That's how much they cared. Well, here is what could happen. Let's say um, Auburn upsets Georgia at Jordan-Hare Stadium. First victory since 2017. The fans go wild, storm the field. One of the things being proposed is the SEC moves Auburn's next home game against Georgia to Athens. Athens. The Tigers would then play the Bulldogs between the hedges three straight seasons. That would be the price for storming the field. Anybody agree with that? I want to hear from you. Is that too draconian? Because the SEC, look, stop it when you're going to tell me that a $100,000 fine is going to stop anybody from doing that that is absolutely chump change when it comes to what sec teams are making from the league itself now there are other measures uh, they're talking about too but that's one of them would you be in favor of that would you be do you think there should be stricter rules as far as storming the field is concerned 3928255 you can email S. Russell at WRUF.com. I am not a big fan of storming the field. But maybe if I were Sean's age, maybe maybe it wouldn't bother me. But I got to tell you, I was in Tennessee on the field when Tennessee beat Florida, I want to say in 98, and I was nearly trampled. It, It was not a fun deal. All right, let's get some calls. We'll start with Byron. Byron, hello.
11: Hey, Steve, man, I, I really you great uh, interview with the NFL guy because I guess you asked a bunch of things I was wondering, like y'all you know, Jets, man. Steve, I tell you, that's great, man, for football, and and I'm enjoying that. The Patriots, I, I'm not a Dolphin fan, of course, you know. I'm I'm gonna talk about the Jaguars in a minute, but I'd still rather see them than you Jets and Patriots. So, but it's gonna be great, man, being fun, man. And I love watching New York games and teams. I told you yesterday, the Knicks. Man, man, you got the Yankees, well, the Mets, too. Gosh, that's some great sports around there, man. So, yeah, uh, good for New York. And, and shout-out to Richardson, Steve, and uh, Osiris, Torrance, I'm saying that right if I did, excuse me, sir, and and Dexter and those guys, man. And, Steve, one of the things that's so funny is uh, East Side grad, and I've been rooting for Richardson, man, now it seems like, what, eight years, and, and now I'm praying he don't go nowhere near the AFC South, if you know what I mean. Because Indianapolis, uh, either like the, uh, the Titans or someone like that, a Houston guy, that just killed me because I got to root against them, man. And last, Steve, we were talking yesterday a little bit about the NBA. Man, shout out to Miami. Great game, man. Jimmy Butler, man, those guys, man. If not watching those games, man, I don't know if you're saying no defense, but I tell you what, the Lakers game, man, LeBron, them guys. Man, Steve, just some good – Good basketball. Much respect to LeBron. I didn't like him. I mean, I loved him as a, a heat because of Florida. And I really don't like him now. I don't know how that goes in sports. I root against him as a Laker, but you got to respect the guy. I hope they lose, though. All right, Steve. Go Gators!
1: Byron, thank you. Michelle, hello.
10: Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good. So I wanted to comment on the storm in the field. Now, I'm old. <laughs> uh but i i don't have a problem with it i i mean i understand security risk but as an adult that's the risk you take you want a storm to storm the field then you might get hurt but and i know that's kind of irrational thinking but still i don't have a problem i don't have i don't have a problem with it but what i don't understand is and i guess this is my thought so We've kind of been we've been trained here at Florida because we haven't done it. You know, we just don't do it, and so you know, you know, you just don't storm the field. But if if the fans decided we are going to storm the field because we upset whoever, and we just, and the the student section, you know, this younger crowd, you know, they do what they want to do. If they just decide they're going to storm the field, there is absolutely nothing that law enforcement, there's nothing about a fine, there's nothing about moving a game. You're not going to stop those individuals if they decide to storm the field. You're not going to stop forty, fifty thousand people if they decide to bum rush the field. So I think it's just draconian to say that you're going to they're going to get you're going to penalize the school by moving the next home game. You know, they lose that opportunity or you increase the money to, you know, a million dollars. If people decide they're going to do it, they're going to do it and because they don't have to pay for it. It, it doesn't impact me as a fan, per se, if UF has to pay $100,000, if they got to pay $500,000, if they have to move a home game. At the end of the day, it really doesn't impact the fans. Oh, yes, it does. Extent.
1: Yes, it does. Michelle, I'll tell you how it does. Okay. You're right in terms of the pocketbook or the wallet, but it does impact the fan if you're forced to play the game at the visitor's place and your team loses. That impacts you as a fan.
10: Well, it does, and I, I get that. I get that approach to it. Yes, you're right. In that regard, it does. But it's not an immediate, like, I don't think anybody would sit in the stands and say, you know, if somebody's cheering, let's rush the field, rush the field, and, and you get people riled up and they rush it, Nobody's, gonna, I don't think anybody's going to holler out, wait, we'll lose to be able to play the next game at home, and people <laughs> right. say, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Speaking I got you. To me, it, that's, that's all I'm saying. I just don't think it's going to have the impact that ultimately will make that. So I, I don't know if they have to just do come up with something else or whatever because I'm – you know, one, one of these days, I would love to storm the field. I mean, I see the teams doing it, and I'm like, gosh, I, would love, I just can't imagine the feeling of that. Because I remember when we won our first basketball game, championship here, and we all ran from the Old Dome out onto University Avenue. I tell people all the time, I think I got...
1: Um, okay, Michelle, I, I got I to stop here. I got a guest go coming. I got a guest coming go, go. on, but I wanted to thank you for your call. Thank you. All okay. Right. Thank you, Michelle. i got to get to Shane Matthews coming on next. 1229 time check brought to you by Hayes. Journalist ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF,
13: the home of the Florida Gators. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. But deepening your self-awareness is the key to a happier, more fulfilled life. Therapy is all about that process of self-discovery, because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Start on your own journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com ufirst
11: That's 802-341-4542. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the Internet will let your
6: doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away.
9: Connecting to remote operating room.
6: Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call.
9: Operation complete.
6: The Cox Network. With multi-gig speeds coming soon, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. Limited availability in select
8: areas. Speeds vary
6: and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.
10: Sometimes a
9: family needs a little help to deal with life stresses. You can contribute to happy, healthy childhoods with a few simple steps. Notice families under stress. Offer a helping hand. Give your time. Talk about healthy child development. Connect a family with resources. Contributing to a great childhood can be as easy as being a good neighbor. For more, preventchildabusefl.org. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
7: When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA, Choice Steaks, Ribeye, Filet, New York Strip, and Philly Cheesesteaks, Chicken Sandwiches, Salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
9: Today's sun and clouds, highs near 80, with thunderstorms bubbling up mainly along and west of I-75. And a few storms into the evening could get gusty. Tonight, skies starting to clear out. Lows tomorrow morning, quite mild in the lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, getting into the mid-80s. Again, we'll have a chance for afternoon and a few early evening thunderstorms. The unsettled pattern lingers Thursday and Friday. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
1: And now the, the, the Dan Patrick Show Dan Patrick.
14: <laughs> People want to grab a hot take Whether it's true or not But when you say He goes to the Manning Passing Academy I don't care I don't know, you know He didn't show up for the Manning Passing Academy And then you hear Because hey, the re- they would be like That's not a
4: way a franchise quarterback should conduct himself
14: <laughs> The Dan Patrick Show Dan and the
0: Danettes And you Weekday mornings at 9 Right here on WRUF Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver Weekdays at 2 Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF And on your phone with the WRUF Radio app It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell On ESPN 98.1 FM And 850 AM WRUF
1: Seems like forever uh, that I've talk with Shane Matthews. Uh, Of course, you know, he and Coach Burrier and yours truly here do our football show here. But Shaner got a chance to coach! And now that uh, is done. So I want to get his reaction to uh, that experience. Shaner, good to have you here and good to talk to you again. Uh, I know the wins and losses could have been a little bit better for you, but overall, what was your experience?
15: Well, uh... It depended on the day, Steve. Um, it was uh, it was fun. You know, I, I signed up to be the quarterback coach, and then after four games I got stuck calling plays <laughs> using, somebody, using somebody else's terminology, which is hard to spit stuff out, you know. Uh, but we, um, you know, the first four weeks we hadn't won a game, and we were last or second to last in offense, and, when the season was over, we still only won one game, beat the only undefeated team in the league, but ended up second in the league in total offense. So we had we played three different quarterbacks for whatever reason. But it was fun. The league is first class. Uh, it's, it's, it's here to stay. Um, they got a lot of money backing it. Um, but like I said, everything was first class. Obviously, wins and losses, the, the season didn't go great. But I enjoyed it for the most part.
1: You know, you mentioned about the league being successful and money behind it. Um, what what was the fan reaction? Were crowds decent? Do you think this will be a growing thing now that it has one more season under its belt?
15: Yeah, I mean, the crowds were pretty good. San Antonio had, I think they averaged about 14 or 15,000. St. Louis averaged 38,000, Steve. Uh, Average, not just one game, average. It was packed and uh, very loud. It was very cool. Uh, I think we averaged about eight or nine, something like that. And it just, uh, I think, you know, they have ways that they probably can get more people in the seats that they'll approach next year. But, um, again, everything is generated around TV. So they don't care if anybody's in the seats because they had a deal with ABC and ESPN. So I don't know how all that works. But, you know, obviously it looks better when people are in the seats. But I don't think that matters when it comes to the, uh, the money folks.
1: Um, you weren't going to call plays, and I know how much you love to do that. So I guess even though the uh, the way it happened wasn't the best, but that had to be kind of fun once you got the terminology down, right?
15: Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, scheming and stuff was very fun. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, I knew the guy's terminology and formations and stuff, but it, when it's not yours, it's still hard to spit out. And so, uh, like I said, we, we improved and put up a lot of numbers. And, you know, there's the old saying that, Stats or for for losers and offense and defensive coordinators but uh, <laughs> uh, the kit the kids enjoyed when I called plays um, as I said I had to play three different quarterbacks for whatever reason it wasn't my choice but um, yeah it was fun you know I got to go against Zook I got to go against coach Stoops and you know anytime they tell you you know you're doing a good job you're tough to defend I uh, that, that meant a lot
1: yeah I'm sure it did uh, the draft. In a couple. let me ask you about the Rodgers trade first. I mean, not that this was any surprise, but did the Jets overpay here? What do you think of this trade?
15: Well, I think Steve Russell's probably very happy. I am.
1: Uh, they finally have a quarterback yeah. of some sort, yes.
15: Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I honestly, Steve, I haven't followed it closely. I know a lot of people are saying the Jets gave up too much, and maybe that's the case, but... You know, think about what the Rams did a few years ago. They gave up a ton just to win a Super Bowl, and it happened. Um, look, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best that's ever played. Uh, we know the Jets have played really good defense in the past few years. They just needed some offense. I think I think it's wonderful for New York fans, and I'm anxious to see uh, how he performs there because I, I, th- I think he's one of the best of all time.
1: The NFL draft is coming up in a couple of days, thankfully. All the talk can finally end here and of course a lot is made about you know the quarterbacks now where will will, will levis go where is richardson going to go most people think bryce young will be the top pick do you
15: yes i do i think it's a no-brainer uh he's an elite thrower of the football he's won at every level and, and been just outstanding and you know people are worried about how small he is i get it uh because it's a it's a physical league but You know, he only missed a few games or a game, I think, at Alabama. But I I think he'll go first. I still think C.J. Stroud will go second. Uh, Apparently, some new test came out, and he didn't do real well. But I don't know what that has to do with playing football. Uh, And then the third quarterback, I think, will be Will Levis. And I think Anthony will be fourth.
1: Let me ask you, because you played in the league for a long time, and you played under different coaches and different schemes, et cetera. A lot of people look at Richardson, Shane, and say, he's got to get in the right system and and I get that but doesn't that apply to almost everybody or is his situation that unique where he's got to get with the right system with the right coordinator to fit his skill set
15: well you you made a good point I mean everybody wants to be in the right system um not every system fits everybody but Look, it, you know, when it comes to the NFL, it, it, it all comes down to throwing the football, Steve. I, I, we know he can run the ball. We know what Lamar Jackson's done, but I don't think Lamar's won a playoff game. All right. You have got to be an elite thrower to win a lot of games in that league. And, um, you know, whether you sit behind a Tom Brady or you learn or whatever, that's great. But it, still, you have to go out and process the information. Throw the ball accurately with 300 pounders breathing down your throat in a few seconds. So, whether that's, whether, you know, I don't know where that right system is. It comes down to those things processing information, throwing accurately, throwing on time in a quick, quick uh, decision making uh, instance. So, um, I don't know what the best situation for him is. I mean, time will tell. Uh, somebody's going to draft him very high. He's got all the, you know, we know he's got all the measurables and all that. Uh, we just got to see if it will turn into wins and production at the next level.
1: Last question for you: I, if, if there's, and I'm not saying he is of the same physical build, but look at Jalen Hurts. Did anybody mm-hmm. think Shane coming out of college, he was going to be the player he is? And the Eagles run him. You know, a lot of these quarterbacks now are running, which you didn't do ten years ago. He just got a brand-new contract and a lot of money, and he was obviously very successful with the Eagles. Does that give hope to a guy like Richardson to be successful as well, or are they, are they different-type players?
15: Uh, I think it gives hope, but I still think they're different-type players. I mean, again, I go back to uh, he, won, he, he played for his dad in high school, so he's been around football his whole life. He's been coached pretty well. He won in high school. He won at Alabama regardless of he was playing or on the bench or whatever, getting pulled, he wanted Oklahoma. He's, he's been winning a lot. And, uh, I I think the Eagles have done a phenomenal job with him. Now they got some, they got some really good players around him. They got the best offensive line in football, but yeah, I mean, I could see Anthony being in a situation like that, but, uh, Jalen, Jalen's a, he's a better thrower of the football than most people think. But I think he's, as you said, he's in a good situation, but, uh, He's, he's, he's produced pretty much everywhere he's been.
1: Back in the podcast chair now?
15: Well, I did it all, I did it during the season, Steve. I'd get up early and tape most of my stuff. And obviously Seth, Phil Dan, Kyle Crooks, and some other folks. So I appreciate all their hard work. But, yeah, I had my first hour-long uh, live show uh, this morning. But it's, it's good to be home, trust me. It's
1: good. <laughs> yeah, it's good to talk to you, my friend. Thanks for taking time.
15: All right, Steve, take
1: care. All right, Shaner. Shane Matthews, uh, back from his coaching stint. Uh, and I know how much he enjoys scheming and calling plays. I'm glad he got a chance to do that. Uh, later on in the show today, uh, we're going to talk to Dennis Dobb from CBSSports.com. Believe it or not, behind the scenes, the college football playoff is meeting to talk about a variety of things. He'll kind of fill you in on that. And as you listen in today, uh, Sports Illustrated is reporting the SEC is thinking about uh, much more stringent measures to stop fans from rushing the field. One of them is to forfeit a home game. We'll get your thoughts. Do you think storming the field is a good idea? Is this too much too soon? We'll get your thoughts. 1243 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillaby, ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Hunter Murphy. Florida baseball is hosting UNF in the Cauldron Family Ballpark tonight. The Orange and Blue are looking to bounce back in the win column after being swept in their series last weekend against South Carolina. Catch coverage right here at 5.55. The Tampa Bay Rays have a chance to win their series tonight against the Houston Astros tonight. The Rays won their first matchup last night 8-3. First pitch is at 6.40. The Miami Heat are on the verge of upsetting the number one seeded Bucks after going up 3-1 last night. Jimmy Butler set the franchise playoff scoring record by scoring 56 points and leading the team in the clutch. Miami looks to seal the deal tomorrow at 9.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Hunter Murphy.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: If you don't know about the great work the Road Heaver Boys Ranch is doing, let me tell you quickly about it because they really do some really good work. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch houses at-risk young boys from difficult home environments. It's sustained by your donated or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind. They learn to turn troubled lives into futures full of promise with real-life skills because they fix the vehicles up and they then resell them. Win-win situation for sure. So if you have an unwanted or unused vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax deductible. To find out more, you can go to rbr.org, that's rbr.org, or Google Boys Ranch Palatka.
8: From scenic lakes and rivers to picturesque bays, Florida has many beautiful waterways that are perfect for exploring by canoe. But even when paddling on calm water, it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Be sure you're physically ready for the effort, and always wear your life jacket. Before you go, know your limits. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com.
1: If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550.
16: Five eight seven nine eight zero now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800 758 7980 That's 800 758 7980 What do you have to lose? Call 800 758 758 7980 Seven nine eight zero
9: Again, 800-758-7980. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us.
6: Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad but there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics mm-hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward, and that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan.
9: And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200, 352 751 Three two zero zero or guardingyournestang.com. On
13: private wealth, LLC, investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or license number D056341.
0: From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Well, Michelle, when you said uh, what you said, it got certainly uh, a lot of play here. Drew says, to the contrary of what Michelle said, if we lose a home game for storming the field, we have to play three straight games at a place like Knoxville or Baton Rouge. As a result... I'm grabbing people by the hair, fish-hooking noses and doing everything in my power to keep people on our side of the wall. Daryl's not in favor of rushing the field. Remember you saying in 98 you feared for your life in Neyland. If we lose a game at home, it hurts us season ticket holders as well. And Mark says, storming the field because you're an adult and you can make your own decision, such a reckless statement. How about the people in the front row that get trampled on and hurt, sometimes severely because they don't want to storm the field? Bring Joe to the show. Hi, Joe.
17: Yeah, I disagree with Michelle. Uh, sometimes you don't have a choice if there's are people behind you trampling you down. I mean, how many times you hear in the news some soccer game or something people did, you know, got killed in a stampede or something like that? But you can't wait till the next year. It's got to be an immediate uh, so, something happening to the those, those fans the next game or. You wait a year, half those kids aren't going to be back next year. They're going to graduate. Uh, you know, it, it, it's better than nothing, but people need immediate punishment, not one-year-later punishment. They forget. It doesn't well, the well but here's home.
1: the – I'll counter that. I, I see your point, Joe. But the what the SEC is doing, it's not punishing fans. It's punishing the school no, for allowing the what fans. What currently. Yeah, for allowing the fans. that That's the punishment. It's not, I mean, police, I mean, who, I don't know who the caller was, but they're right. If if a, if a bunch of people, if thousands of people. But you, you can't
17: have enough cops to hold the
1: people That's back. what I'm saying. I just was going to say that. Yeah, if no, thousands no. of people want to storm the field, you're not going to stop that. The threat is you might get caught and you might get arrested and the person next to you might not. So that's the threat. But well,
17: I would just say it'd be a whole thing. Next home game, no spectators
1: at all. Yeah. Okay.
17: I mean, that that would re- refund the ticket ticket money, give it all back, and no spectators. It has to be immediate punishment. It can't be next year you lose your game and get home because, like I said, it's so far away. Okay. Uh but it's just too dangerous. It's Luckily, no one's gotten hurt recently, but that's just a miracle.
1: All right. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate your call. Sean, what you had said, William said, it's sad your young producer doesn't think we're above that. In some ways, I can understand from his perspective because he has no clue what it was like in the 5 08 stretch when the athletics program accomplished things that will never be duplicated. I still personally believe we are above storming the field of the court but that's his opinion, Tony. Hello.
12: Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Hey. Um, real quick, before I get to the storm in the field thing, Steve. I feel like the uh, U.S. ambassador. Remember when they caught uh, Saddam Hussein? He had his press conference and he said, "We got him." Remember that, Steve? Yeah, I do. I <clears> say to <throat> you now, we got him, Steve. We got him, buddy. We got Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't care how much we gave up. You know, a lot has been said about last season was Aaron Rodgers' worst season. But that would be the greatest season in New York Jets quarterback history, the season that Aaron Rodgers had last year. Okay? So I don't care we give up a conditional uh, first-rounder for next year. You know, the Jets got Aaron Rodgers, and they'll be going into the season with the greatest expectations and the biggest hype that they've had probably since that year that Vinny Testerverde blew his Achilles in week one. That was like, what, like 20 years ago, 25 years ago? Um, so I'll take it, Steve. Don't
1: you think? Yeah, of course. I, But I think, you know, being a history guy, remember Brett Favre, you know, there was a lot of talk about what that would do, and that really didn't pan out. Um, but look, they had to do something. And a, a, a three-quarters effective... Aaron Rodgers is way more effective than what the Jets have at the quarterback position now. The question now becomes, what's relevant? Right, Tony? In other words, are, does this make the Jets better? Yes. Arguably because of their defense. And here's the other thing. Health. But let's assume health. Are they the second best team in the division behind Buffalo? Maybe. Maybe. So the trade only works if it elevates the Jets to be a playoff For
12: the playoffs. team. That's it. For the playoffs, correct. That's it. I, I agree 100%. 100%. Steve, listen, Michelle does make some valid points, though, right? There's no way that you're going to keep the student section off of the field. So my point, my solution is this the SEC's solution right now hurts more the city and hurts the business owners if you take away a home game. So my solution is, okay, if the student section, which is the ones that are going to storm the field, if they storm the field, then the next home game that that school comes to your stadium, the school has to pay um, flight and a hotel stay for the entire student section of that school to come to your stadium, and your students can't come to that game. There, solution solved, don't you think?
1: uh that would how would you do that like okay i'm student x and i'm coming to the game how 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 am i getting my ticket uh, my ticket paid for
12: well okay so now we stormed the field against auburn this year right the next year that auburn comes right at auburn university they sell twenty thousand student tickets at auburn student tickets and a hotel stay and they give it to twenty thousand tickets and a flight And UF has to pay for that. We got to pay for all that. So that's our fine, okay? That's our fine. We have to pay for 20,000 Auburn students. Auburn Ticket Office will be in charge of doing that over there at Jordan Air Stadium. And then they take their flight to Gainesville. All the businesses here make money still with 20,000 new tourists and all the restaurants. And the 20,000 students that stormed the field last year, right, they don't get to go to the Auburn game now. They miss out. You see what I'm
1: saying? I do, but what if it wasn't just students?
12: Ah, there you will.
17: Right? Because you're no making
1: the assumption students. that everybody yeah, that you. storms the field is a student. I, I can be 23 years old and not be a student anymore, but I'm storming the field. Yeah. Right? Michelle then what?
12: told you she's
1: storming the field. Yeah. Michelle's going to storm the field, too. She already <laughs> <coaching it. laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate your call. Yep. And look. I think this is a fascinating subject because, first of all, there's a debate about whether you storm the field or you don't. That That's one. Um, Tony says, well, we lose so much at home that rushing the field isn't really an option. Ooh. Unless we're out there begging the opposition to hit the portal. Ouch. Wow, Tony. Man, I'm fining you. I'm finding you for that, dude. That hurts. Dale says – actually, it's pretty good. Dale says, I love the home, the lost home game threat. Fans can be kept off the field with sufficient law enforcement and penalties. I was at two games where Gator fans stormed the field, 82 in Tallahassee, 84 in Jacksonville. I stayed in the stands. Gator fans should show some class. Sean's rolling his eyes here, Dale, just so you understand. Um, John says, I guess we Gators – have not had a problem with fan storming the field since 2008. Um, and John's doing this from St. Augustine, by the way, so thank you. Mike says he's never heard of one person being seriously injured storming the field at football games. It's been done hundreds of thousands of times. Now show me one time where somebody was seriously injured. I'm sure there has been. But, But think of this, Mike. Let's just say, for, for, for conversation's sake, what you're saying is true. And the one time at Florida Field, somebody gets trampled to death. So does that make the fact that nobody's gotten hurt before, does that make that relevant? It doesn't. That's, that's what they're trying to avoid, is somebody either accidentally or whatever being hurt or worse. That's, I think, what the issue is here. We'll continue the discussion in hour number two. At the top of the hour, though, we're going to talk to Dennis Dock from CBSports.com because there's news about the college football playoff committee he will tell you about. That's coming up next. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: One C.G. Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are
18: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, W R U F. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
13: One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years I felt like I had to triangulate whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here it is a one-stop party shop. You're going to get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've that I've made into this.
9: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
13: Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. But deepening your self-awareness is the key to a happier, more fulfilled life. Therapy is all about that process of self-discovery because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want by chat phone or video call plus getting started is easy just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist if you don't find the right match the first time don't worry you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge start on your own journey of self-discovery with better help visit betterhelp.com slash you first today to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp.com slash you first.
9: Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Melden Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville in North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Again, that's meldenlaw.com. Meldon Law, we won't back down.
8: Floridians love boating with family and friends, exploring our state's amazing waterways. But even experienced boaters can lose sight of the risks of passengers standing or sitting in improper locations. Bow riding by passengers of any age is extremely dangerous. Be sure that passengers only sit or stand in designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. You know
14: our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of general tires. Go to TireRack.com. See for yourself. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some
0: lunch on ESPN one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Sean Humphrey, our producer today, we thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us and talk sports here. Always enjoy talking to my next guest. He's always kind to join us here, Dennis Dodd, columnist for CBSSports.com. Dennis is going to be talking about today what I think is a fascinating topic on a lot of uh, levels because the college football playoff is meeting, and Dennis is going to talk to us about that. Dennis, the thing that I'm looking at this thing is when they expand this, the point is made in your column about when these games are played – well, supposing they're played, like, for instance, graduation is going to happen here very soon. If there's a game on graduation weekend, who's going to stay in a hotel? What's going? I mean, that's, that's a big issue, it seems to me.
19: Steve, you're right. Um, there are going to be situations in cities and games where the stadium, on-campus stadium for those first-round games can't be secured, or, or at least they're, they're making plans for that possibly. Um, So in the case of the Big Ten region, uh, I know that they've talked about, you know, the last-minute possibility of moving to Detroit or Minneapolis or Indianapolis because those are weatherproof indoor stadiums that you can go to. But there are going to be times where, in fact, I think there's a story on it last year. I, I I checked random schools for their graduation dates in 24 because they're already made and there were conflicts in Alabama, there were conflicts at Clemson. Uh, so especially in these small, small college towns where everybody and their brother is going to be in for graduation. You add to that, people coming for a football game, that's gonna be a problem.
1: Yeah. And it's never too early to talk about media rights. You know, we we that's going on now in the Pac twelve. How much will this be discussed at this meeting?
19: That? Particular issue, uh, I would say none. Uh, they're just there to, to model the CFP going forward. The Pac-12 issue is very provincial, I guess, tangentially with the Big 12. No, I'm sorry. I, I beg
1: your pardon. I'm, I'm at the CFP yeah. contract, you know, when that expires, that sort of thing.
19: Oh, uh, well, they have to know who's in what conference. Um, and that, right. starts, that starts this year. You've got 14 teams. Moving conferences. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, let's see, it's the Big 12, Conference USA, and the American, I think, involved those 14 teams. And in the case of the American, I think they're inviting two FCS, Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State, with, uh, with Rich Rod. So accommodations have to be made to them. Not saying they get into the playoffs, but they're now earning playoff money, uh, or those conferences are more than they were before. So, yeah, that's that's a minor point. I mean,
1: you know, you mentioned in your column that college football is the only major sport whose postseason playoff is carried by one stakeholder, ESPN. Might that change?
19: Oh, I think it's, yeah, I, I think it absolutely it's going to change. The, the commissioners have said publicly they want to entertain bids for multiple, multiple uh rights holders and you can see why i mean they're going to make more money from it if you have them bidding against each other espn has the contract for the next three years 03 04 and 05 and everything else is up for grabs and i think as part of that you may see as many as four different carriers i mean just for an example look at look at hockey right now the nhl does that look at the tournament uh the first first and second round with the games all over cbs and turner properties stations I think you'll see that with uh, with this and it'll be very lucrative because they're going to, because this has been bid out for the first time and it's, the field has been trickled and college football is the second most popular sport in this country. It, there's going to be a lot of money involved. I I, I think that's not a hundred percent assured that there are going to be multiple
1: carries. Dennis Dodd, columnist, CBS com, joining us now is the college football playoff. Uh, the group is meeting, uh, the expanded 12-team playoff begins in 2024, then two seasons, and then it's reconsidered 2026 and afterward. Is the 12-team format in stone now? Is that what we're going to see going forward?
19: I wrote a story in the lead-up to the championship game in January where you know they keep telling us you know, the only thing for certain in 26 is 12 teams. Everything's up for grabs. Uh, everything beyond that is up for grabs. I just told you about the television part. Of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, when they modeled this, when the four original working group uh, guys modeled this, Craig Thompson, Mountain West, Jackson Warwick, Notre Dame, Bob Bowles, Big 12, and Craig Sankey at see they did everything from uh, 4 to 16th. They got pretty far down the road on 16th. Now, I think they're going to wait a few years and see how 12 works, but I think 16 is inevitable. Um, in fact, I think the 12, something no one's, uh, two people have thought about, the 12, everybody together. We're talking about this breakaway, everything else. Because everybody has access, I think that can that sort of talk down. I think the, the next big concern is. What I call the big flex. What happens when um, the SEC and Big Ten, with all the power and money they have, decide to say, you know what, they have thirty-five scholarships to twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I'm just making that up. Sure. Because um, that's going to happen. Something like that's going to happen. You know what? We're going to pay. We're going to revenue share with players because you've got all this money. So I think that's the next. That's the next thing that's going to happen. But I think in the short term, the fact that this twelve team, all the conferences have access, is going
1: to keep things together. Interesting. Last question: Um, A lot's been talked about with the playoff schedule. Um, I'm not sure if I'm a fan of week zero or not. Uh, In your view, is that going to happen with future playoff schedules?
19: You know, I don't know. I've heard it both ways. Like, absolutely, they can't do week zero. And by week zero, we're talking about. That last weekend in August where the season opens, it's like a soft open. It really, you know, with a few games, it really opens Labor Day weekend. Well, with week zero, you have everybody playing their first game the last weekend of August. The season would end with the conference championship games now, uh, the last weekend of November. That means Florida, Florida State would be played a week before. Right. Before, uh, before Thanksgiving. Michigan, Ohio State, the Iron Bowl. Um, those would all be pushed back. So there's, there's problems with that. Um, what do you do if you push the season, you know, push it up a week to late August? What does that do to training camps? And training camps brush into, uh, bump into uh, summer school, second, sem- second semester summer school. So that all has to be worked out. The biggest issue is trying to find openings that don't go head-to-head with the NFL. And you virtually can't find any. Uh, at that point in December, they're playing on Thursday night they're playing on a Monday night. The first round wild-card games are now being played on Monday night. Uh, and it's, it, it's about positioning to get the highest ratings ahead. You don't want a midweek game for a national championship playoff. Uh, but they may be, they may go to that or they may just decide to go head to head with the NFL and take their lumps ratings, ratings away. But that's the biggest thing in terms of scheduling, uh, going forward.
1: That'll be fascinating stuff. Dennis, always appreciate you. Tell people where they can see your work.
19: Really? TheCBSSports.com. Free that's the, every day.
1: That's right. That's the place. Appreciate your time, Dennis. Thanks for talking about this. Interesting subject. All right, Steve. Thank you. You got it. Dennis Dodd, columnist, CBSSports.com. What's fascinating to me about all of this is it never, it never stops. There's always something that they have to look at and the point he makes about college football going up head to head with the NFL i mean look it's happened here it happens it's, it's been this way for 20 plus years i've been doing this show okay the NFL draft is 2 weeks away and you hear a collective snore from here no one or practically no one calls and talks about the NFL draft and yet from a national perspective it outdraws college football; it just does, and that is the elephant in the room for college football. To Dennis's point, if they change the schedule around, do they do they go head to head with an NFL playoff game, and then see what happens? That would be an interesting thing to have happen. One fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, eight hundred and fifty AM, WUF. <laughs>
6: Good afternoon, I'm Nathaniel Wilson. The Florida Gators baseball team will host North Florida at home today. The Gators are coming off a weekend that saw them get swept by the South Carolina Gamecocks. They hope to get back in the win column tonight. Tune into the game right here at 5.55 p.m. In Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will host the Houston Astros this evening. The Rays took home an 8-3 victory to open up their midweek series versus the Astros last night. That put Tampa Bay's record at 20 wins and 3 losses. The game starts at 6:40. In high school baseball, the Buholz Bobcats will take on the Oakleaf Knights in their final home game of the season tonight. The Bobcats are hoping to extend their three-game win streak. First pitch is at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nathaniel Wilson. ESPN
0: 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: I want to talk directly to Florida healthcare workers out there or if you know somebody who works in the healthcare industry. I've got Money saving news for you and it's very simple. You need to switch your current financial institution to the credit union I've been using for well over 30 years. It's called My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. It's right here in Gainesville. Here's one way I save and you can save as well. If you have high credit card interest rates, My HCFCU now has a low fixed rate with no annual or balance transfer fees. If you're looking to get a loan for a car, well, they can give you the same low interest rate on new and used cars. Used car rates are typically higher at other institutions. They even have an option for you to get your paycheck two days early. I've been a member for over 30 years and can't say enough good things about my health federal credit union. To find out more, visit myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org.
9: From local town councils to Capitol Hill, agents who are Realtors are standing up for what's right. We're here protecting property rights. Here advocating for the issues that affect our neighborhoods. Here championing fair and equitable housing for all. Because we are Realtors, bound by a code of ethics, driven to serve our communities. We're here for it all. Here for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are.
16: and shop the final days of spring-fest at Lowe's. Ready to get started on your spring planting? Right now, get select Bonnie 19.3-ounce vegetables and herbs, three for $12. Save on indoor updates, too, with up to 40% off select bathroom faucets and vanities. Shop Lowe's today, because Lowe's knows spring. Valid through 426. Bonnie offer available in-store only. Actual plant size varies. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Selection varies by location, while supplies last.
5: If you're celebrating a milestone anniversary this year, or just starting the process of picking out that engagement ring, welcome to International Diamond Center. At IDC, we're one of a few jewelers around the world with direct access to exquisite diamonds from Namibia. These are the highest quality, most brilliant diamonds on the planet. And with IDC's connections with the Cutters, you can be assured of the ultimate in value with no middleman markups. And just as important as the brilliance of our diamond is the source itself. An IDC diamond comes only from specific mines that follow strict international laws and environmental standards. Not only do we guarantee conflict-free diamonds, we are proud that when you purchase an IDC diamond, you are helping provide dignified employment, much-needed education, and necessary health care to African families. So come and shop with confidence at IDC. Confidence in the quality, the value, and the integrity of our diamonds. International Diamond Center. Transparency, honesty, responsibility. Learn more at shopidc.com or visit our showroom today at Celebration Point. Join us at
6: Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Earth Day has passed, but you don't need a holiday to make an impact. Make the switch to eco-friendly cleaning products or make your own from ingredients like Castile soap and vinegar. Spend more time outside instead of watching TV and using electricity and walk or bike to close destinations. That way, both you and the Earth can celebrate. When we each share one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing?
0: The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: In case you're just tuning in, the topic we've discussed a lot today are some proposals the SEC is looking at to stop fans from storming the field. One of those is to forfeit a home game. Yeah, and in other words, Auburn's playing Georgia, and you're Auburn, and your fans storm the field. One of the proposals is the next year, your home game goes to Georgia, and you got to play between the hedges three straight years. Your thoughts on that, or if they should do anything to stop people from storming the field? Box and Jim, hello. I like
20: I like those proposals, Steve, and. uh... I'm glad we don't have that uh, problem at Florida Field. I always remember uh, back a long time ago uh, when Jim Finch, you remember him as the stadium announcer? I do. Right at the end of the games, he would always say fans are reminded to stay off of the uh, playing field and, you know, you could be charged with trespass. Anyway, the reason I called is uh, in watching the uh, Gator softball team this weekend and, Uh, Well, the softball team and the baseball team had had a very bad weekend. In your opinion, do you believe that the softball team and the baseball team will make it to Oklahoma City and Omaha?
1: Well, that's a lot to have happen between now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think they're capable, yes. I think baseball uh, more so than softball at this point.
20: I, I do agree with that. But don't, don't we need some uh, – it seems like our pitching is not that good in a softball uh, team. Uh,
1: pitching is not as good statistically as it has been in the yeah. past. No question.
20: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, now going on to the spring game, Did what did you see in uh, Miller and Mertz that you could comment on in a positive way? And between now and fall camp, do you know if um, – if the coach maybe is working on from the transfer board, uh maybe uh, some offensive, defensive uh, linemen.
1: Well, I can tell you, because Napier said it after the game, that he was looking in the portal to hopefully get another quarterback. And yeah. certainly there are players entering the portal now, especially from Colorado. There's like 7 million players from Deion Sanders' team now in the portal. So – Could that happen? Yes. I think any coach, Jim, is looking to improve their team through the portal, not just Florida. Alabama's looking. Georgia's looking. You know, USC just got a Georgia player. So, I mean, everybody's looking. uh, And then what did I see from them? Um, Hard to say. Because, again, I don't know what – limitations they may have had did they keep the offense vanilla you know were they allowed to use the entire playbook we don't know that we don't know that and so it's going to have to be proven come september whoever starts to see you know exactly where this offense is i mean certainly two really good running backs i think the Mm -hmm. receiver room with young guys like douglas Uh, and Gene, I think, were going to help the receiver core and be a little bit better, Um, and there were a lot of guys on the offensive line that didn't play. That affected the quarterbacks, too. I don't care if you're Peyton Manning. If you don't have time to throw, you're not going to be very good.
20: I agree with that, yeah, and then Frazier's was hurt. I didn't see him. uh, I think he's going to be a really good receiver, but let me give a shout-out. Let me give a compliment to Anthony Richardson. He was interviewed there. And then he went around, it seemed like, for the longest time, signing autographs, taking selfies with some kids and adults, and was just done. And I want to compliment him for that. And Thursday night, he's getting ready to be drafted in the NFL. And, uh, but he took a lot of time with uh, the, the Gator fans there, and I, I want to I compliment him on that.
1: Okay. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate your call. I'm just going to say this. If, if anybody doesn't wish, Anthony Richardson, luck and success, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I mean, did he have, you know, the speeding thing? Yes. But we all make mistakes, and that was not an egregious one. But he does things right. He's active in the community. He does things locally and you just wish him the best why would anybody wish him ill will i don't i don't understand that especially if it isn't if it's because he didn't do well here sometimes you do have a better pro career than what you have in college Peyton says having witnessed somebody be trampled by 85,000 people walking into the cotton bowl When I went to the NHL Winter Classic in 2020, now imagine those people were running. I don't support field storming is my point. I feel the punishment should be what they do in soccer where the home team's forced next game to play in an empty stadium. Well, that's kind of what the thing is about playing at the other person's stadium. Adrian says on storming the field, I find Tony's solution intriguing. It addresses my main concern of the SEC's proposal which is the financial impact removing a home game has on the local businesses' economy, especially in a college town. However, he says, I wonder what would happen if, using Tony's example, Auburn beats us in the swamp, and now the 20,000 Auburn students Florida flew in and put up at a hotel, stormed the field.
9: <laughs> yeah,
1: wow. Well, then I guess the next time they got to take Florida's kids and go to Auburn. I, I don't know. I mean, you can take this to an extreme but it's clear rightly or wrongly the SEC thinks this is a problem and what they're worried about is god for i mean if you think here's why storm in the fields okay cuz nobody's gotten hurt nobody's gotten hurt and and the thought process is well if it's been all this time when people have stormed the field and nobody's really gotten hurt, well, then they're not going to get hurt. How do we know that? It takes one time. It takes one time for somebody to be killed. Then what? Then what? I get it. I get it. Storming the field, I, I, I guess, can be a cool thing. You know, you get to celebrate with the players and all that. Y- yeah, but is it worth it? Um, Mike says the American League East has won 74 games, Central 42, West 52, National League East 59, Central 60, West 53. It's been this way for the last 10 years. Do you think there should be some realignment in the American League? No, Uh, because the alignment is geographic. Now, you can tweak the schedule, and they've done that this year. Mike, so we'll see if in the long run something changes with this. But I don't think you do it by wins because then what if Los Angeles is in the East? Well, then how do you imagine that? Playing all those games against each other and the flying and all that? That 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 wouldn't be easy to do. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: City of Florida, ESPN 981FM 850AM, WRUF.
16: Five eight seven nine eight zero now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800 758 7980 That's 800 758 7980 What do you have to lose? Call 800 758 7980. Again, 800 758 7980.
4: It's good to be able to make a change, to never
5: feel stuck. That's why at Cox we're making a change too. Now, Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox change any time. No commitments. No penalties. See for yourself at Cox.com/internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply.
1: If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see him in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40 plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency.
9: The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown.
0: When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro's zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features, like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable iron forge cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com zeroturn zero-turn to find yours.
7: When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA, Choice Steaks, ribeye, Filet, New York Strip, and Philly Cheesesteaks, Chicken Sandwiches, Salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good.
9: Can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make
4: something fun and healthy instead?
8: Eating smarter is easy
9: and delicious.
19: Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
9: Today, sun and clouds, highs near 80, with thunderstorms bubbling up mainly along and west of I-75. And a few storms into the evening could get gusty. Tonight, skies starting to clear out. Lows tomorrow morning, quite mild in the lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, getting into the mid-80s. Again, we'll have a chance for afternoon and a few early evening thunderstorms. The unsettled pattern lingers Thursday and Friday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
20: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Me and my youngest son, so we just decided, hey, man, let's go just chill together. So we sitting out on the patio eating. And all of a sudden, I can see the lady coming. You know, my eyes go because it's a crowd of people, you know. But then as she get closer, she got the buggy, and there's a damn dog in there. (laughs) And it's like, oh, man, and this is why these dudes don't get off my back. People like that. No way. He,
0: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF. From the Diamond to the Dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator Baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. This
11: is game head football coach Billy Napier. here. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: We are an American band. Welcome back. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. By the way, tonight, when the Ospreys are in town... Once again, making his midweek start, righty Yoel Tejeda Jr. For UNF, they'll start a righty Avery Love, uh, part-timer, 1-0. He has an ERA of 9. Tejeda, 1-0 with an ERA of 5.5. Mike is with us. Mike, hello.
18: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Um, I just wanted to mention that – uh, I appreciate you guys that have to be on the field and during that time. And when the field gets stormed, you don't have a choice. You have to be there and the people storming the field got a choice where they want to go out there and get hurt or arrested, but you don't have a choice. And you, I, I can understand your dilemma there and the guys like you, you know, and I appreciate everything y'all do and you know, really hope for you alls safety. And also I remember a time Florida lost a game and I don't remember. Which game it was probably twenty years ago, and uh, they tore the goalpost down at the field that we were at, and there were two practice fields of other teams that that uh, tore their goalpost down because Florida lost, and and it and it made their their uh, season better. So I don't I don't remember when it was, but that was the story out there when uh, Florida got beat by I don't know Florida State or somebody and. They rushed the field and tore their goalpost down, and then two other schools went and tore their practice field goalpost down. just cause Florida loss. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate you do what you do, Stephen. I miss the days back in Gainesville when we were playing softball against each other. But uh, I appreciate everything you guys do, and uh, y'all have a blessed week.
1: Okay, you too, Mike. Thank you for your call. Uh, Brian says rough week for both baseball and softball to be swept in both is hard as a hard pill to swallow. Anybody who's watched these two teams play can easily see pitching has been the largest issue this late in the season. Is there any adjustment you would suggest? Boy. Um, I'm a believer of this. You get hot at the right time, good things happen. If you go back, I don't have it in front of me. But it just seems to me last year with Gator softball, now, I don't think they were ever below 500 in the league at this juncture of the year. But they were just okay, and they caught fire at the end of the year and got and rode that to Oklahoma City. That's possible because they can hit. You know, sometimes you've you got to outslug your opposition, but if you do it enough and your pitching gets a little bit better, that could take you a long way, right? Baseball and softball are very similar. They both have terrific lineups, a lot of home runs, and the pitching's been up and down. Uh, He said both teams have a lot to play for. Hopefully this one bad weekend will not linger for long. He says big congrats to the Gator golf team on winning the SEC title. I want to talk about that for a minute. Tomorrow, Um, I'm going to bring up something here which uh, two people actually sent me. Um, And it basically was a study that was done where Florida reportedly has one of the fastest shrinking fan bases in football. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But think about what winning does. I can tell you in 25 years of doing sports scene, I maybe had one hand worth of phone calls about Gator golf. And when they won the SEC championship, first time in, what, 12 years? I got more calls in one day than I had. Why? Because they won. Because they won. Nobody called here during the year and said, how about that golf team? No. They won an SEC and all of a sudden, oh, congratulations, JCD. And I I get it. But that's what winning does. And tomorrow, we'll delve more into this because I want to ask you this As a fan, Sean likes a team in the Spurs who right now are not very good. They're not. Now, Pop's been there a long time, and they were certainly good at one point, and they won multiple championships under Pop. But it's been a while, so they've been relevant. Well, does that mean Pop can't coach all of a sudden? What it means is... I think some, not all. I think some fans hop on and hop off a bandwagon based on winning. Everybody loves a winner. Who doesn't? You, we all get. If my Jets somehow win, am I going to get vicarious pleasure from that? Yes, I am. Because if you're a fan of something. You want that something to be good. I'm a fan of this team, and I love it that they suck. Nobody says that. But part of being a fan, though, is suffering through that. Because if all you're going to do is support a team when it wins, I'm sorry you're not a fan. You are not. At least in my definition of such. You are not. You're a fan when they win. And that's fine, but my definition of a fan, that doesn't work. Can you choose not to spend your money on a ticket? Yes. Can you choose to say, you know what, I'd rather save my Season ticket money and buy something else because I don't want to go see a team that's going to be you know five wins. Okay, you have that right. Let's get a call here from Stan. Stan, hello.
21: Hey, Steve. I had a few thoughts on uh, storming the field. Okay. Uh, I I agree that it's it's a, a, a risk, not just for the people that storm the field, but the people legitimately on the field, players, coaches medical personnel, et cetera. And so if the SEC is going to uh, try to ban that and penalize that, I have a thought on uh, what might be an effective way to do that. Okay. Um, first, you'd have to define what is storming the field. Is it 10 people running out there, or 100, or a 1,000, or whatever? But once you have uh, decided how you measure it, I would say, uh, if the home team wins and storms the field, they forfeit the game. It changes a win into a loss. Uh, the people storming the field are out there celebrating a loss, not a win. It wouldn't be a complicated system, be very simple. It wouldn't cost the local community a future game, which produces millions of dollars on a, on a football weekend. It wouldn't involve uh, – Shipping 20,000 Auburn students to Florida would just be simple. And I think that would almost guarantee fans would not storm the field.
1: Here's the only thing, Stan, that I would say would get in the way of that. Can you imagine players and coaches who have busted their hump? Like, let's just say Alabama's here. Okay, And Florida plays its heart out, upsets Alabama, and here come the fans. Right? Now, in your scenario, it's a loss. How are those players and coaches going to feel after all that energy and whatever was spent to win that game? I see your point because – you're going to tell the fans, look, if you do that, this hard-earned win is going to go away. I get it.
21: Exactly. And I think it's that threat that would keep people from doing that. And the university would obviously have a major uh, reason for trying to prevent it. But, um, yeah, I would feel terrible if that happened. But I think that sort of draconian – Although simple uh punishment would stop fans from doing that, yeah, they would know it would it would uh turn a win into a loss, and I think they' are, are rational enough that uh they would think they would not do it
1: and I think the one of the things that's being discussed, which would have you have to play the next game away, you can still win that game. See, that, I don't think the SEC wants to get involved with mandating a loss. What what this proposal says is it's going to make it harder for you to win. If, if you're going to do this, then we're going to take your home game and take it away and put it in the other place, and it's harder to win there. But the flip side of that is the point you made also. Local businesses and all that lose out too. So that. That's tough.
21: Exactly. All
1: right. Thank you, stan I appreciate your call. Daryl William, get right to you. 144. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF.
3: Good afternoon. I'm Nick Gonzalez brew In Florida baseball tonight, the Gators take on North Florida. The number 4 Gators are coming off a disappointing series loss to South Carolina, losing all three games. Florida looks to bounce back tonight and continue their strong season. Tune in for coverage of the game right here at 5.55. Meanwhile, the Marlins and Rays both play in the MLB tonight. The Marlins continue their series against the Braves. The Braves won their last outing 11-0, but the Marlins won't back down. First pitch at 7.20. The Rays play against the Astros. The Rays are 20-3 this season and look to continue their historic season with a win tonight. First pitch at 640. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Gonzalez Abrew.
1: If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry listen to what our clients have to say
18: about their experience at exceptional dentistry. When
14: Daphne and I got married and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years she just guided me right in here and and uh, they are truly wonderful.
10: There was absolutely no one else to go to but exceptional dentistry for him. No one else.
14: Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done I had about Two-thirds of my teeth were bad, plus I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So you brand did. new again. This is this is more like having my teeth back again. Life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This
9: is Dr. Kim Maury, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com, that's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
10: Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down.
8: Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com.
9: Do you wish you could take half the week off by Wednesday? At Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, you can do just that. Every Tuesday is Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy a handcrafted martini for 50% off. Wednesdays get half off any bottle of wine up to $75. And if you make it through the whole week, we have the best brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys in town every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, part restaurant, part museum, all good times in the heart of Gator Nation.
6: Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Earth Day has passed, but you don't need a holiday to make an impact. Check your car's trunk and remove heavy items to improve gas mileage. Stock up on reusable bags to use at the grocery store, always keeping a few in your car. And be sure that you are recycling bottles, cans, and papers. The simplest things are often the most effective. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things, things for our planet. What's your one thing?
0: From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
18: This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM W R U F, and anywhere in the world
1: on the W R U F radio app. Okay, we wrap up a sports scene for today. Daryl's up. Hello, Daryl.
4: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. I think um you just said about Anthony Richardson and wanting wishing him ill will, but I think I heard an email earlier or last week. I want to say. That wasn't. I think it's from someone that's been on that called the show with you and Larry for twenty plus years because I've been listening to that long. So, but he, you know, said somebody's going to be the, one of the biggest, uh, biggest bust. Mm-hmm. I think there is some people that, you know, and and that guy that said that kind of irritates me. He's been irritating me for twenty years, but um, to say that because he's an educator, I think he's an educator, local educator, have been, you know, and to say that for a local kid that's really not had much trouble. You know, he had that incident with the driving. But the kid has been gracious. I watched him in high school. And I'm a big fan of his. I hope that he does succeed. You know, it's a life-changing moment for him and his family. Um, And I just – there are some people out there that don't want to see him do well. Um, But then go back to softball to talk about softball. When is the last time we had this dominant arm in a circle? Is it since been Barnhill? Because I I think that's a missing piece here. And has that been since Coach Rocha left to go to Oklahoma? Um, I, I've been watching the recruiting. He has a girl coming this year, but she's—I don't know—she's like she's one of the top pitchers. She's got—he's got, he's got two coming in actually. Right. Okay. So I think that's the missing piece. And that, with softball, that—that's ninety percent of the game. Well, a large percent of the game is that—that that circle. Um. So, but I just. Want Anthony to do well, and there is some people out there that don't want to see him do well, and it's local people where this kid grew up in his community, and so that's what kind of bothers me to hear that. It's our local people that got some of this. I don't know what it why why, but don't want to see him do well.
1: Uh, let me. I agree with that. Let me go back to softball right. for a second. If you watch the games okay. uh, Saturday, Sunday, yesterday, the last two especially, very high scoring. Right? Right. Both teams can hit. Tennessee, I bet you Tennessee's not complaining today about their pitching because they won. Right? Right. They outslugged Florida. And so back to my point. Sometimes you overlook that because you won. And Tennessee, statistically, is still very good in SEC games. Florida's ERA in softball in league games is over five. And right. that just hasn't happened. So uh, yeah, right. obviously, now I will say this: I think the hitting in in college softball now is as good as it's ever been. It's tougher right. to pitch now because there's more power in the game. You know, you have you have a player like Wallace, a player like Eccles. Well, almost every team has people like that now. So the hitting right. has just gotten better, and the pitching has suffered, if you want to use that word, because of it. But right. I hear what you're saying.
4: What, what happened to Sam Rowe? I haven't been seeing her a whole lot. Where is she at? Played
1: some, uh, but not as much as she had, I think, earlier in the year.
4: Right. Okay. All right, Steve. Okay. I, I appreciate that. One more thing. The that, yeah. that transfer portal is also in high school, too. It's a, it's basically a transfer portal. because so You just mentioned about Pop you know, over the east side. He, yeah. he deals with that quite a bit with the basketball you know, I love CI, but a lot of kids are flowing that. You know, to not that's know, right. local kids from Gainesville or going out to Hawthorne because you know it's winning Hawthorne it's and
1: World Williston thing. and other places. Exactly. Yes, that's right. correct.
4: So these kids are out of Gainesville and they're spreading out to other parts of the you know community. No doubt. So, right, man. We'll see. We see. appreciate it. Okay. Yes,
1: sir, Daryl. Thank you. William will be our final caller today. William, hi.
22: Hi, Steve. Um, yeah, I just wanted to make a quick comment about the fans and the idea that you were talking about how there's fair weather fans and there's bandwagon fans, whatever you want to call it. Um What I don't understand about that is, first of all, you know, what are you going to do in terms of if you decide, okay, well, the Gators have just gotten to the point where they stink and I'm not going to be a fan anymore then does that mean you're just not much of a fan of college football? No. Because you don't really have a team to pull for? Or does that mean you're just going to be picking some other team out of the air, I guess, to say, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to pull for these guys. They're winning.
1: I think what that means is you're you're probably not going to pull for another team. You're just not going to put your money into the team you root for.
22: Yeah. Well, one of the things that I believe you mentioned it, that I believe wholeheartedly is that the the going through the tough times just makes the winning that much better.
1: But not in the you short know. term.
22: No. No, it doesn't. But, you know, listen, I mean, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, so – I can tell you about suffering and I tell you what there I'm optimistic at this point and we'll see what happens but um, it's definitely a cyclical thing and then lastly what could just give me a couple of comments about um, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets I know you're a Jets fan Mm -hmm. I just wondered what you thought
1: oh very happy because I mean look if 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 you took Rodgers' year last year, which was a down year for him, he had a bad thumb, and th- just those statistics were light years ahead of where the Jets were at the quarterback position with Wilson. So, right? Yeah, I mean, he got to stay healthy, got to protect him, but I, and the question is, do they give up too much for him? And what's the, in other words, if you're a Jets fan now? You're, today, today you're relevant, and you haven't been in a long yeah. time. Now, what does he do? There's a good defense there. They've upgraded the offense. They've tried to get him some weapons. So now the playoffs is what you search for w- with a guy like him if he stays healthy and if he can you know, perform well at age 40. So we'll see.
22: Right, right. All right, Steve. Okay. Have a
1: good day, sir. Thank you, William. Tomorrow, I'm going to mention this in more detail. Uh, there's a sports marketing firm SBRNet uh, and they talked about uh, which schools and programs were losing football fans across the country from, not, from 2021 to 2022 an SEC school had the most fans lost guess who that school is it's not Florida Auburn Auburn, they had a net of minus 945,000 fans. Iowa is up there. Florida is also up there. So my question tomorrow as part of the show is going to be, why do you think that is? Why do you think... Because I think it's very simple. Wins, losses. If you think it's different, tell me. Um, And then Drew says, what these proposed rules come down to is compliance. Some of the schools barely try to keep fans off the field, whereas schools like Florida line the field with uh, law enforcement a few minutes before the conclusion of games as a deterrent. Florida fans don't stay off the field because we're better We don't rush the field because the university takes keeping fans off the field seriously. That's our show for today. We thank Dennis Dodd from CBSSports.com, my bud Shane Matthews, and Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, and to Sean Humphrey for producing our program today. And lastly, but more importantly, thanks to you for calling, listening, participating. Two hours goes by really fast when you do. We'll do it again tomorrow the day before the NFL draft. I'm Steve Russell. We'll see you on Gator Baseball tonight, 555 against UNF. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, A50 AM, WYUF.
0: CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN ninety eight FM eight fifty AM W R U.